0: I'm losing consciousness.
1: Welcome to another exciting episode of the Chuck Series Companion. I am your host, The Jaystrom, and in this podcast, we re-watch Chuck, and then we share our thoughts and feelings and just geek out over the whole thing. Thank you so much for listening, and if you would please go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com, there you will find all of my previous episodes and also my blog write-ups of each episode where I give links to cool songs from the show. Uh, other recaps etc. Also feel free to send me some feedback send me an email at nimpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or send me a voicemail at 1-206-309-4729 and since I brought up the idea of sending me a voicemail feedback of any kind I actually have a voicemail from one of my listeners Rick Lidster Rick sent me some Chuck feedback so I'm going to play it right now and maybe this will give you guys some inspiration to send me some feedback too, huh? Let's check it out.
2: Hello, uh, Jason Wallstrom. This is uh, for the uh, Chuck series companion podcast. I love listening to this podcast. For me, it's like re-watching the series. But while I'm at work, like for lots of free time, I love listening to your podcast about each episode and I'm just like getting excited about the upcoming episodes where he uh spoiler alert I'm just really loving it it's like re-watching it all over again in my earphones so it's been great and I just want to say keep it up because I'm excited to uh, to hear what's coming so thank you for doing it and I love you Hug, oh, Keys, keys,
3: hug, hug, big keys, little hug, keys,
1: keys, little keys. Uh, okay, well, uh, thank you for that, Rick. And, you know, it's kind of funny to say uh, spoiler alert because, yes, unfortunately, the Chuck series has ended, but theoretically, maybe not everyone has finished the series season one through five. So that's why we still have spoiler alerts, say, for people who haven't gotten to season five or even people who haven't finished season two yet. Maybe you're watching it along with me and listening to podcasts and you're going one at a time or something like that. So we're just protecting the innocent, as it were. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Rick, for that feedback. And remember, everybody, you can send me some voicemail, too. Send it to 1-206-309-4729. Now, today, we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 12, Chuck vs. the Third Dimension. Huh, that's an interesting title. What could it mean? Well, I'll tell you what it means, folks. Way back in February of 2009... This episode of Chuck was broadcast in 3D. Yes, that's right. You actually had to have 3D glasses to watch it in 3D. And it actually coincided with the Super Bowl on NBC. Let's see, it was Super Bowl 43 the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Arizona Cardinals. And the game was to air on February 1st, 2009. Now, there was this big 3D promo where they would have a halftime show. They would have some commercials and stuff like that. But on the following day, Monday, February 2nd, Chuck would air in 3D. So it's like, hey, everybody's still got their 3D glasses from the night before. Save them another day and watch Chuck. I even have a promo here for you guys to check out. Monday,
4: February 2nd. Put on your 3D glasses and watch Chuck in 3D. Wow. You'll experience the thrill of leaping from tall buildings. Bobby, please. You'll feel the love of a beautiful woman.
3: No touching. And suffer the pain of being hit by a bus. Did we win? Get your glasses wherever
0: Sobey and Pepsi are sold and watch Chuck in 3D. I've been wearing these glasses since yesterday. Well, I found it very difficult to feed myself.
3: Chuck in 3D. Coming Monday. Day, February
1: second on NBC. So you heard him say wherever Sobe and Pepsi is sold, right? I was pretty excited about this. I wanted to see Chuck in 3D. Man, guess what? I couldn't find the freaking 3D glasses anywhere. I remember going to Target, Kroger, different grocery stores. Nobody had the freaking things because everyone was getting from this big Super Bowl thing, and I wanted them for the Chuck episode. I had to give up. It was a bummer. I had to watch the thing without 3D glasses, and I've been disappointed ever since. <laughs> I even heard that certain Season 2 DVD sets had 3D glasses where you could watch that episode. I never did find those either. But eventually, I did watch this episode in 3D. You may ask, how? How did you do that, Jason, without the 3D glasses? Well, I have a 3D HD TV where you can watch 3D Blu-rays, which is really cool. Now, I kind of cheated a little because my TV has a virtual 3D setting where you can watch regular television, put it in a 3D mode, and wear glasses. It gives depth all of a sudden where the background looks more distant and the people are up front. It gives a cool 3D effect. It's not too bad. I mean, it's not like going to see a Pixar movie in 3D or anything. But I thought, hey, why don't I watch chuck versus the third dimension using this setting on my tv and check it out that way so i did watch it that way and it was a lot of fun but most of all it made that feeling of never seeing it in 3d go away i finally felt like okay i've got to experience it this way (laughs) and they put a big deal into this i remember even during the super bowl it was super exciting They did cool little Chuck promos in between commercials. Because, you know, Super Bowl Sunday is a big deal. It's all about the commercials and stuff like that. But they'd have these little bits here with, like, uh, Josh Gomez, Zachary Levi, and Adam Baldwin like this. And I thought it was pretty cool.
5: Hey, everybody. It's Zach, Josh, and Adam from Chuck. Welcome to Super Bowl 43, everyone. Does anybody have any questions? Yeah. We can't hear them. Not at all. Oh, okay. Well, then you can just look at the big screen. There's all sorts of information about today's game. Yeah, there it is. Watch the screen. Is everybody rooting for? Seriously, got to stop that. It's just dumb.
1: <laughs> see, they would have little goofy bits like that. And th- I remember there was one where Adam Baldwin actually smacks <laughs> Joshua Gomez pretty hard, and I thought it was pretty funny. They were introducing the year's best hits. You know, the hard hitting plays where players get wiped out and stuff.
5: Hey, everybody, what do you say we take a look at some of the best hits from this past year? Oh, cool. Uh, my favorite hits are the ones that you don't see coming. That's a perfect example, Adam. Exactly. You okay, buddy? He's all right. These guys aren't.
1: (laughs) So uh, we had Josh Gomez getting smacked around. Well, guess what? Even Ryan McPartland, who plays Awesome, got in on it, where he introduced the most awesome plays. This was pretty cool. Check it out. (laughs)
4: Greetings, Super Bowl fans. My name's Devin. You may know me as Captain Awesome from TV's Chuck. That's awesome. Well, NFL wraps up its season tonight. It's only halftime for Chuck. So if you missed any of our first half, I put together a Chuck highlight reel for you. It's pretty awesome. Eat your heart out, John Madden. Let's begin with the man himself, Chuck Bartowski. This guy can do it all. Run, throw, catch. Catch. Ooh, don't worry, kids. That's why you wear a protective cup. But the talent on this show doesn't stop there. Case in point, CIA spy Sarah Walker. She may look like a cheerleader, but she's got a leg like a punter. Yeah, punters roundhouse kick dudes in the face. Then there's Chuck's other spy handler, John Casey. A man with a bona fide signature move. An old-fashioned stiff arm. i don't we get the kids a little crossed with the alien creature devouring your face? So that's Chuck. Enjoy the game. It's going to be awesome.
1: The funniest thing about that was that Ryan McPartland was on that gravity bar thing where he hangs upside down uh, like he does on episodes of Chuck. He did the whole thing with his shirt off upside down, so my hat's off to him. I I think I probably would have passed out. So basically, NBC used the Super Bowl to promo the heck out of Chuck, which was pretty awesome when you think about it. Well, especially for the ones who found the freaking glasses. But hey, I'm trying not to hold a grudge here. So anyway, uh, this episode was written by Chris Fedak, which we all know is the co-creator of Chuck. He created Chuck with Josh Schwartz. Most recently, Chris Fedak was the showrunner of Forever, which was created by Chuck producer and writer Matt Miller, which also employed Phil Klemmer. Phil Klemmer, who is a writer of Chuck, is now the showrunner of Legends of Tomorrow, the new DC series on the CW. Well, guess who got a job as a writer on Legends of Tomorrow? That's right, Chris Fedak, co-creator of Chuck, is now a writer on Legends of Tomorrow. So that's pretty exciting. That's cool. I honestly think he's going to end up showrunning some DC or Marvel TV show. I'm not kidding. It's going to happen. I predicted it here first. And this episode was also directed by Robert Duncan McNeil. And you're like, hmm, where do I recognize that name from? I know that name. Well, it's because I've said his name multiple times. <laughs> Because he's already directed five episodes of Chuck, including the previous one, Chuck vs. Santa Claus. Now we have Chuck vs. the Third Dimension. Like I said, the guy is prolific. So, if you guys remember, at the end of Chuck vs. Santa Claus, Sarah killed Mauser, the fulcrum agent, who learned that Chuck was indeed the Intersect. He threatened her that he would never stop looking for Chuck. She did what she had to do. And unfortunately, Chuck saw the whole thing, and he's kind of horrified about it. Even later, he asked her, hey, what happened to Agent Mauser? And she said, oh, he's in custody. Don't worry about it, Chuck. Well, Chuck saw the whole thing, so he was like, oh my God, she lied to me, and she killed this guy. I'm kind of freaking out. So as this episode begins, Chuck is still feeling freaked out about the whole thing. And what's funny is... Chuck vs. the Santa Claus aired December 15th, 2008. The very next episode, Chuck vs. the Third Dimension, aired February 2nd, 2009. So people had to wait quite a bit for the next episode to see how Chuck and Sarah were going to work this whole thing out. And it turned into this big post-Super Bowl 3D extravaganza. (laughs) And it kind of became like this episode where... They were feeling like, hey, all these people who've never watched Chuck before are going to watch this episode because it's in 3D, so let's kind of have like a self-contained episode that doesn't have any kind of the overall story arc going throughout it. So let's not have any fulcrum or any of that stuff. So you're thinking as it begins, where's the stuff we dealt with in the last episode? Well, they didn't really have time to do all that. They had to get going with their 3D episode. But we're not let down, we'll eventually get to that part of the story. Thank goodness, it does come up. But as this episode begins, Chuck has been very standoffish with Sarah, kind of keeping his distance, going through the motions, and it turns out he hasn't been sleeping well because he's been having nightmares. And if you think about it, this is played for laughs and comedy, but at the same time, if you saw someone you know, someone that you loved, kill somebody right in front of you? It's nightmare material, I would think. Now here's something interesting. For people who've only seen the series on Netflix or Blu-ray, when the episode began on broadcast TV, it actually starts with Joshua Gomez, who plays Morgan Grimes. He's there, and he's there to tell you, okay, everybody, time to put on your 3D glasses. And you even hear the song that the episode begins with, called clap your brains off by no somos machos pero somos muchos and i'm not going to repeat that (laughs) just check this out i thought it was kind of a neat thing that uh this is how the episode began on broadcast tv hi
5: joshua gomez welcome to chuck do me a favor put on your 3d glasses right now (laughs) wow that's cool that is pretty amazing stuff
1: Okay, so, then the episode begins. Chuck's laying in his bed, and he's asleep, and he's having a dream. He repeatedly sees Sarah killing Mauser over and over again. It's haunting him, but he hears Sarah calling his name. And when he opens his eyes, she's there... And she's in, for the lack of a better term, skimpy lingerie. <laughs> and Chuck's like, whoa, whoa what, what, what's going on here? Is this a dream? <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Chuck.
6: Chuck, wake
5: up. Sarah, what
4: are you? i Chuck you
5: doing here oh okay uh sarah
1: yes chuck and i even noticed as she's standing there she even has on the charm bracelet that chuck gave her that used to be his mother's in the previous episode
6: this is a dream no it isn't
0: (laughs) come on who are we who are we here huh this is this is clearly my my subconscious at work and on behalf of my conscious self i'd I'd, I'd like to apologize i'm normally much more respectful of women even in my dreams it's just that you know anxiety and fear can can really um affect your dream life
6: and what are you afraid of
0: i watched you kill that fulcrum agent in cold blood sir i am i am not like you okay i might have all these government secrets in my brain but that does not make me a real spy i i need to tell you this in reality not in my dream
6: chuck this isn't a dream What is it? It's a nightmare.
1: Whoa, Sarah has a butcher knife, and I think she's going to stab Chuck.
0: (laughs) That's not the way that dream was supposed to go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that dream went south really fast. And if you pay close attention to this episode, you'll notice, wow, something looks really different about this episode. I know you're not watching it in 3D, but it's in HD on Netflix or on your Blu-ray or whatever. It's very, like, pristine looking. Well, that's because it was shot digitally with HD cameras instead of on film, which is the method they usually shot Chuck. So for this one episode, all of a sudden it's like super sharp, pristine because of the 3D effects they were going to use. It's very interesting. Whenever I get to this episode on a Chuck rewatch. I'm always like taken aback at how just like fantastic and pristine it looks. Especially in this next scene. When Chuck is at the dining room. It just looks wow. It just really pops. So as I said. Chuck is in the dining room. He's going to eat some of his berry loops. Which looks suspiciously like fruit loops. And... Chuck seems a little jumpy Chuck, are you okay?
0: I'm fine I'm absolutely
4: 100% on it Why? Dude, you were totally screaming last night Like a little girl Honey It was crazy how high it was I'm sorry about that But, yeah, I'm fine Bro, your tense coil of stressed out negativity We don't mean to pry, but...
6: Actually, we do, we do What's stressing you out? Mm.
0: Nothing particular. You know, it's a little hectic at work and stuff. Wow.
4: I didn't realize life got so hectic at the Bymore.
1: Well, that seemed a little odd to say. (laughs) I must say, if you've just watched Chuck vs. Santa Claus and seen how everyone was held hostage for the day at the Bymore, it seems kind of insensitive for Awesome to say that. But when you take into account that it's been a couple of months since that incident and i guess everything's gone back to the way it always was at the buy More. maybe that's what devin meant but since we had just seen that episode it's kind of like well dude it can be stressful there like when you're held
6: hostage well chuck maybe what you need is a day off
1: good
4: prescription babe chuck that's exactly what you need you need to off some steam have some fun
6: Take a day
1: off, Chuck. And as Awesome suggests a day off for Chuck, we hear the song Good Days, Bad Days by the Kaiser Chiefs. And then we cut to the Buy More. I love wow. When Chuck enters the Buy More, it is packed. There are lines of people everywhere, and he's thinking... Wait, I thought it was going to be just a laid-back day. What's going on? But luckily, Morgan's here to explain what the heck is going on here. Dude, we got the day off. What? What? What is, what is going on? Tyler Martin
0: is coming here. Tyler Martin, the Tyler Martin, rock star Tyler Martin. Rock star,
5: legend, poet. I've never actually heard him, but apparently he had this huge promotion over at Large Martin. They pulled the plug Is it a whole sex tape thing. Yeah, you see it? No. Well, anyway, Big Mike heard about it and offered Arm store. Thank you, Big Mike. That's what I'm saying, dude. This place is gonna be so packed at the guild, no one's even gonna notice we're doing diddly squat. Have fun.
1: Now let's cut into Big Mike's office, and he's eating a sprinkled-covered donut and holding it right in front of us because I'm guessing it looked pretty awesome with 3D effects. <laughs>
7: Grimes, I got a job for you. Old football buddy of mine, Jimmy Butterman, just got paroled. I told his P.O. that we'd give him a job here at the Bymore so he'd get back on his feet.
5: An ex-con, sir? I I just... Is that such a good idea? He's a teammate, Grimes. Teach him everything you know. When you say prison, though, are you talking like bars and guards and, uh, showers? Get out! Get out. Okay. Okay.
1: Ah, so Big Mike has a friend named Butterman that we will get to meet later, and that's when I'll talk about the person who's playing him. Now, cut back onto the Buy More sales floor, and Emmett Milbarge has something he wants to address to all the many fans of Tyler Martin. Attention. Attention! Thank you.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, when my personal friend, Mr. Martin, enters the store... There is to be no flash photography, no approaching of Mr. Martin of any kind, and most importantly,
1: no touching! Consider yourself warned! And of course, fans of the show will know that no touching is a reference to arrested development. Now, Chuck comes walking up, he's adjusting his tie, and he sees a guy slip out of line, and he's about to put something on one of the end caps at the Bymore. The man opens a box and Chuck sees what's inside and he flashes on it. And what's funny is you see these extra fancy intersect graphics because of the 3D effect.
3: Sarah, Casey, there's a situation in the Bible. There's a guy with a grenade.
0: I'm
6: heading toward the store now. Where is he?
0: it's gone or is grenade Go.
1: and i love this effect all of a sudden there's a time counter on the screen marking down when the grenade is going to explode and by the way that's an ig-88 grenade which i don't have to tell anybody is a reference to empire strikes back and the bounty hunter named ig-88 awesome Oh, and we also hear the song Try It Again by The Hives. Oh, that's great.
7: Okay, it's gonna blow anyway, idiot. I'll take it out front. out front. We can't take it out front. There's people out there. We gotta
0: take
4: it out the back. You stay here. Casey, do I go? Hey, that's my title, Martin, display.
1: He's a hero of mine, John. Sorry, Lester, emergency. All right. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that Casey shoves Lester aside into a refrigerator. Chuck apologizes and then shuts the refrigerator on him. Hey, nobody treats Lester like that. <laughs> I love that Jeff is coming to the defense of Lester. Nobody treats him like that. He's trying to get the grenade out of Casey's hands, and he doesn't even know why. Jeff, let go! honey! Throw it! So, Casey goes long. Chuck hurls the grenade across the store and then (laughs) Morgan intercepts it. Why are we playing keep away? And I love this moment in slow motion. Morgan is running away with a grenade in hand and we see the special guest football player jerome the bus bettis from the pittsburgh steelers is jimmy butterman he sees morgan running with a box and you know i guess instincts take over and he clotheslines them <laughs>
4: oh, so you've met mr butterman the other half of the defense of dead. Did we win?
1: Uh, not yet, Morgan. Why don't you go back to sleep? So they've got the grenade in the back room. There's about 16 minutes left, and they got to figure out where to put this thing before it explodes. Morning, Sarah. What time the it. I love that Chuck says, "Morning, Sarah," as she comes running in, and they're trying to get rid of this explosive. I got an idea.
6: Good morning, Jack.
1: Now, let's cut down to Castle, where General Beckman is going to brief the team. Agent Walker, Mr. Bartowski,
7: I'm sure you're wondering why someone would want Tyler Martin dead.
0: Not really. I mean, have you heard his music? It's overproduced. The lyrics are completely banal. I mean, Facebook even has a group called I Want to Kill Tyler Martin. Not that I'm a member, I wouldn't ever, that's just wrong.
6: Why don't you just share with General Beckman the intel about the grenade that you flashed on?
1: It it was an IG-88 thermite charge.
6: That's military. Also
1: a droid in the Star Wars universe, but that's besides the point. Commonly
6: used by North African intelligence units.
7: Interestingly, Tyler Martin recently completed a tour of Africa. I want you to find
1: out who was behind this attempt and why.
6: Well, the only way to do that is to question Tyler Martin.
1: Then bring him in. It can't be that hard to get him alone. And with that, cut to the buy more, and Tyler Martin has arrived, and he's played by Dominic Monaghan. Lord of the Ring fans will know Dominic Monaghan because he played Mary the Hobbit. How awesome is that? But Lost fans will know him as Charlie Pace. But in this episode of Chuck, he's rocker Tyler Martin. Yeah! Uh, this is Burbank, dude. Oh. <laughs> that cracks me up every time. <laughs> I just like the off camera voice. This is Burbank, dude. Whatever. Now, I
3: would like to thank all the humanitarians that have affected my work Mother Teresa, Nelson Mandela, God rest his soul, and my personal favorite, Angelina Jolie. <laughs>
1: wow lester is eating this up he idolizes this guy and by the way the nelson mandela comment used to be a joke because he was very much alive but he's since passed away so i guess it's not really funny anymore
3: <laughs> as a thank you to all my beautiful fans who still buy cds i've included this ticket a golden ticket a golden ticket golden ticket inside this. My new CD. It is a backstage invite to a benefit concert I'm having tomorrow night. All right. We'll see you later.
1: Wow. Tyler Martin's a regular Willy Wonka. Awesome.
3: That was great, Tyler. This is going to be huge for the Tyler Martin
0: brand, you realize, that? How are we supposed to grab a rock star in broad daylight? I mean, security's crawling all over the place.
1: Uh How? How indeed, Chuck. Uh, I think Sarah knows how, though.
6: be easy
1: catch you later gabby what's gonna be easy <laughs> i love how clueless chuck is that sarah's using her attractiveness to lure this rocker guy very easily into the back stock room of the biomore i'm such a fan mr martin
3: oh i'm a big fan of you too so are you a uh, model actress massage therapist maybe uh acrobat
6: I can be whatever you want
3: ugh idiot I think we got a pervert
1: oh <laughs> and Casey shoots him with a sleep dart
7: nighty night Tyler
5: who much tranquilizer did you use
7: it's a high grade a heavy dose. Mr. Martin should be out for 12, 24 hours. Oh. <laughs> mm.
3: Jet lag is brutal. Rockstar metabolism. Oh, all the better for seeing you, darling. Hello. Mm-hmm. I feel like a daffodil.
1: <laughs> so Casey shoots him again, and he feels like a daffodil and passes out.
7: Time for the road trip. Road trip, wait
1: whoa, 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 where are you going?
7: My more parking lot camera has a matchup The car the suspect drove this morning What about Tyler here? Hmm? Oh, check his mouth every 20 minutes Make sure he doesn't choke on his own tongue
0: Hang on a second You're you are gonna go and you want me to stay here and be on tongue watch
6: duty? Well, you don't have plans, do you? Would it be so crazy if I did have plans?
0: Plans that involve something other than fixing a computer Or playing hot potato with a thermite grenade?
7: Yes
1: Just like that, they leave Chuck alone with a sleeping Tyler Martin. Now cut to Sarah and Casey, and Sarah's wondering, what is the deal with the way Chuck's been acting lately? So what's with Chuck? You
7: guy's got a point. Isn't that a day off? Ask me we're lucky he didn't melt down months ago.
6: No, I think it's something else has been acting strange since the holidays. Hold
7: that thought.
1: Sarah and Casey burst in to see the room covered in Tyler Martin photos, explosives, and all sorts of weird stuff. You got a real fanboy, huh?
6: No, no, there's something wrong here. This is too neat, too orderly.
1: Beckman was right. We're dealing with a pro. Now let's cut to the buy more and Lester, Jeff, Morgan, and new employee Butterman are trying to look for that Tyler Martin golden ticket seems a little unethical pouring through all the cds that are meant for customers (laughs) the golden ticket has got to be in here somewhere i don't know guys i mean do you
5: think this is right this golden ticket is supposed to be for tyler martin fans hey i am a fan so am i yeah so am i
2: so mr Budman, could you settle a bet say it's our first day in prison who do you think would be considered the weaker gazelle
7: If you put anything in my mouth? I will bite down hard.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a little too much information there, Jeff. And also, I think a Shawshank Redemption reference. That's it. (gasps) The golden ticket.
4: Oh Oh my God, Morgan!
6: I am so happy for us. I was
1: thinking
4: thinking, you don't want me to hurt hurt For us, finally,
5: please. This ticket only entitles me to a plus one. Okay, so we're gonna have to settle this the Bymore way. (laughs) This ticket is Lester's and and Butterman's.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be in Morgan's shoes and choose who gets to go. Now let's cut back to Casey's apartment where Chuck is still watching Tyler Martin sleep. How exciting! But then Chuck notices, after he puts his yogurt in the sink, that Tyler Martin's gone. You turn your back one second, and a rock star just disappears on you. So Chuck rushes outside to see Tyler Martin uh, relieving himself in the fountain in the courtyard. Hey,
5: hey, excuse me. May be the most
3: impressive restroom I've ever seen in my life. That ceiling looks just like the night sky. That's because that is the night sky. Oh. Oh, goodness. Have I made a mistake? No. Better question. Where am I? Who are you? I'm Chuck. My name is Chuck. And
0: I... I work for the label my record label yes yes your record label there was a death threat against you earlier today so we thought it might be good to move you to this secured location alright well I better go Uh, um, uh, Mr. Martin you actually have to stay here for the night the night no 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 Jack
3: Chuck actually I get death friends all the time okay besides it's party night it's Tuesday exactly I've got to go
0: um, you know what? Hey, hey, how about I, I'm just gonna call my boss a quick. Chuck, the record
3: company got you his phone, right? Sure. Hmm. Okay. Why? Don't you, I'll get you a new one.
1: Uh, yeah, of course. Actually, uh, he doesn't work for a record company, so you just ruined Chuck's phone.
3: <laughs> Chuck, in case you haven't noticed yet, I just asked you to party with me. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. What a night. You got money, right? Because I don't hold cash.
1: And I think Chuck's going to be paying for everything. (laughs) So, then we hear the song, I Like Dem Girls by Sizzle C. First.
3: Little liquid nourishment, and we'll get on to the heavy drinking. Oh, um, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually more of a beer guy, something amber-complected. Not tonight, Chuck. I may be a rum-soaked narcissist, but I am also the best wingman you will ever end. Get it, Danny Nick. See you guys in the emergency room! <laughs> mm. Hello? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, <laughs> Gavin, you old slapper! the rep from the label chuck never heard of you <laughs> i've never heard of him he's never heard of you <laughs> all right, never heard. see you later who's for another drink <laughs> ladies tonight,
1: all the drinks on the record company oh. wow tyler and chuck are really knocking them back now let's cut to the buy more Where Morgan isn't just going to pick somebody to take with him to the Tyler Martin concert. No, no, no. These guys are going to have to compete for it. And we hear the song, The Final Countdown, by the band Europe.
5: To determine who will be the plus one of my golden ticket, we will settle this with Morgan's special triathlon. First up... The Molly Ringwald Underpants Challenge. The first of you to present to me women's underpants is going to...
6: Um,
1: yeah, Butterman just pulled Lester's drawers out of his pants. I'm a man. For God's sakes, I'm a man!
5: Oh, I'm actually going to accept these.
1: You know, think it's not that important
5: to me. I
1: need some ice
5: saw features in.
1: That joke is funny but also disturbing. <laughs> and I also think the second John Hughes reference in this episode, the first being See you in the Emergency Room, Weird Science, and then 16 Candles, which Morgan already said. Now let's cut to Sarah and Casey and they want to see if Chuck's taking good care of Tyler.
7: Look, if you're worried about Chuck, I can talk to him, scare him straight. I'd actually enjoy that.
6: Uh, no, it's okay. I'll get him under control.
1: And as we cut back to the club, we hear the song, Out at the Pictures, by Hot Chip.
3: So I said, I'll give you the dog for the trousers. So I got the trousers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chuck. I'll tell you what you need. Aspirin. A tattoo. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not crazy about needles. Ladies love Little bit of ink. Whenever I do something amazing, you know, feed starving, help the homeless, rescue some emaciated refugee, I map it out here on my body. How do you know what they all mean? Well, this here means serenity. It's not. It could be bliss. I don't know. Gavin, my manager, sorts all that.
1: You know, you gotta kind of trust the artist. Then the two very beautiful, exotic looking women walk up. And they get Tyler's attention.
2: Are you Tyler Martin?
1: Yes, I am. And this here is Chuck.
3: Chuck is in my band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in his band, all right. Drummer, just laying the beach down like a little drummer boy. Come, they told me. pum, pum. Um
6: you guys
3: want to dance yes sir. no yes we do no i'm not really a dancer yeah you know Come
6: on.
1: unless it's like some ballet or something but this isn't a ballet well then cut to the dance floor and we see chuck dancing to the song show me how you do by king juju oh my god there's a lot of songs in this episode
0: <laughs> you know i much
1: Now, let's cut back to the buy more, and now the guys are going to compete by eating a giant Subway. What is it? A 20 foot long? I don't know.
5: Together, Round two the Subway Sprint. There's only one thing you gotta ask yourself,
1: Butterman. I feel like succulent chicken oozing my bacon and ranch dressing. I
5: love succulent chicken. I am in your head, son. Let's use this. Use this. Are you ready? Set.
3: Kazoo. <laughs>
5: Oh, keep, keep it down it go, if you're disqualified. Let, keep it. Go, Jeff. <coughs> Let it go, baby. Let it go. Keep
4: down, it.
1: Down. Ah, I guess Jeff had to make more room. Gross. I totally get queasy during that part. You know what's interesting is I think this is the first big subway type of plug on Chuck, and it won't be the last. And we'll talk about that more as the series goes on, but this is a first big subway sighting on the show get to
5: work oh God, we have a winner winner.
1: winner now let's come back to the club and Sarah and Casey have tracked Chuck down and we hear the song Tenderoni by Romeo Yes, that's right. Chromeo, everyone.
6: The signal is weak, but I still have a trace on Chuck. He's somewhere in the club. Casey,
5: it's him. Damn it,
7: you made me go.
1: Whoa, Sarah and Casey have seen the assassin in a trench coat and a hat and they give chase.
4: Get on the ground.
5: He'll want to be more gentle with me.
1: (coughs) Whoa, the guy's got like, I don't know, 50 IG-88 grenades? Get your hands
5: up. Do it! I'm going to walk away from you now. (sighs) I'd rather we all go up.
6: Casey, be careful.
5: Then you should know that Mr. Martin
0: is still in danger. I have some friends set to meet him. So by all means, stay here and die, or you can go save him.
6: Casey, we got to get
1: Chuck. Come on. Well, the guy gets away. Let's cut back to Tyler and Chuck and the hot women they're with want to take him upstairs. But Chuck looks at one of the women's pendants and he flashes on it. Whoa, when he flashed, it said weapons expert. Why would this lady they're dancing with be a weapons expert? Jack, we
3: got a problem. These girls want to take us upstairs and do despicable things to us. Tyler, Tyler, that's not such a great idea. All the best nights of
1: my life have begun with that very sentence. Mm. No, no, what? Uh, What's he going to do? He's got to go with them, right? Now, let's cut back to the Biomore... And Morgan has one final test.
5: Which brings us to the final leg of our triathlon. Good lord, is that? Yeah, a it is. May I present to you the urinal kick. Okay, here's the deal. The winner will be the first one of you. Oh,
1: come on. Oh, Jeff just took a out of a urinal cake! Gross!
5: Dude, seriously, are you kidding me? What is wrong with you? You were just supposed to touch it! I still win, uh-huh. right? Alright, who stole the urinal cakes? I
2: splashed myself silly. <laughs> uh,
1: now, let's come back to the hotel. And Chuck and Tyler are on their way up with the women.
3: home away from home so i think we should maybe just head i need to talk to you buddy i need to talk to you no no it's very important i need to talk
0: to you right now ladies i'm so sorry if you could just make yourself comfortable right inside then maybe we could we could have our talk and then we'll join you in just a second how's that sound (laughs) thanks so much (laughs) listen to me very carefully tyler these women are very
4: very dangerous
0: don't worry I always use protection. Good looking, out. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm begging you just once deny yourself <laughs> this pleasure.
3: You're right. It's totally selfish of me. Oh, good. Let's go. You need this much more than I do. No, no, Tyler,
4: no, no, I'm not attacking him. Please don't, please don't. <sighs> hey. <clears throat> I'm- Where's Tyler? Huh? That's
0: an excellent question. Ta- Tyler, Tyler just—he stepped away for a second, but he's gonna be right back. I promise to do that. Yes,
4: you'll have to go first. Go first?
0: Where? Go first? What? Why? Where am I going first? Why do I have to be first? First is the worst. Second is the best. And third? Oh, hi! hi. Oh, those are my shoes. I need—I need those. I need those shoes. I need those shoes. I need those. those. No, my pants! (laughs) <laughs> i think that you have overestimated my prowess as 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 a
1: lover and a man uh chuck i think you should notice they're pulling out knives i think it's time to run just
0: looking at you i could feel that you require a a real rock star so
1: and i love that we hear that sound again
4: <laughs> what happened to not leaving your wingman
5: Sarah, where are Top huh. floor,
0: Tyler's suite, or more specifically, the room outside of it. Things have gotten a little out of hand.
1: Ah! The women have tracked Chuck down, and they're just about to throw their knives at him when he sees an elevator, and he's gonna make a jump for it. But not before we get a cool 3D effect of the blade flying right at us. <laughs> it would have been cool if we saw it in 3D, right? Oh, yeah.
4: ah! Ah! <laughs>
1: now, this next bit is funny. If you'll remember way back in Episode 2 of Season 2, Chuck versus the Seduction, when Chuck is trying to seduce melinda clark who played sasha bonachek and he interrupted a couple having a romantic evening well what's so funny is they may look familiar because he interrupts them again as they are getting on the elevator this is so romantic
2: perfect second
4: honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> could you press the button for the lobby please no no the lobby, the lobby. You want to no no, no, no.
1: It's a pretty funny running joke. So Chuck is hanging on the outside of the elevator. He has nowhere to go except maybe fall to his death when the two girls show up again. And he's pretty much screwed. Ah, oh, it's saved by the bell. Tyler shows up through the elevator. Ladies,
3: you ready for me?
1: Tyler, run! Sorry, I must go. <laughs> well, before Tyler can run, he's shot by another sleep dart, and Casey and Sarah are there to save the day. Hi. <laughs> i love how sarah's just beating the crap out of the women and casey's just kind of throwing them aside because i guess he doesn't really want to hit girls
7: (laughs)
3: hey lobby please
6: jack what were you thinking you know, I gave you clear instructions to keep him here, and instead, you take him to a nightclub?
7: Interesting tactical decision there. What?
0: Well, time out. Listen, he woke up and I couldn't stop him, okay? I don't have a
7: knockout karate chop like you guys. It's
0: not part of my skill set.
7: Where am I?
3: And how was I? Martin, we're with the government. We're here to protect you. Wait. There was an elevator. Chuck, you were there. Two girls. One of them had a gun. It it was pointed at me. Tyler, Tyler, it's all right. Just like Casey said, we're here to protect you. Yeah, I need to call my manager.
6: No, Mr. Martin, I don't think that's a good idea because we don't know who's involved. I
3: have to call my manager. Good shot.
0: Casey, what is wrong with you? You can't do that. You're going to give the guy brain damage or
7: or liver problems. (sighs) Too late on both counts.
1: (laughs) He's probably right, Chuck. But then something happens. Chuck looks down at his back tattoo any flashes on it
0: i know where they're trying to kill him i know where they want him dead what his back the tattoo on his back it's not it's not arabic philosophy it's actually a very clear message about a private reactor that's being built in north africa
7: his manager is bringing in the tattoo artists of
6: course he's a rock star he travels the world
7: the managers using him to move secrets idiot never even knew what the ink meant you know what casey you're wrong about tyler he's actually a pretty good guy he's an idiot bartowski just like you should have never let the two of you alone
6: you know chuck casey is right i mean you could have gotten yourself killed what exactly were you thinking
0: what was i thinking i'll tell you what i was thinking i was thinking like i wasn't a spy okay i was trying to have a little bit of fun and i knew the second i called you two it would all be over
6: but chuck you are a spy and you should know better than to put yourself in a dangerous situation where i can't protect you
0: is it really so wrong for me to want a night off?
6: I was having a really good
0: time, too, until the assassin stole my pants and tried to kill me. I've earned it. I deserve it. I'm losing consciousness. Casey.
7: My ears couldn't take it. Neither that or I shoot him.
1: <laughs> now, cut back to the buy more and we hear Mozart, Duettino Solaria which is a reference to the Shawshank Redemption. And I apologize if I massacred that name. Morgan is watching Butterman as he's trying to pick a drink out of the vending machine, and he gets a little sad for the guy. What's funny is this has been referenced on Chuck before with the same exact piece of music. If you go way back to season one, Chuck vs. the Tango, remember when Morgan was trapped in the cage in the back room? He got locked in because the lock was busted? We heard the same piece of music. So many times you'll notice Chuck will reference the same movie over and over again. Because you get the feeling because they love the movie that much. Ready for a taste of the sweet life tonight, buddy?
4: Yeah, sure, sure. Backstage passes.
7: You know what that means, don't you?
5: No, I've never been backstage.
7: That ticket's our passport to freedom. Not only is there free beer backstage, but there are women that haven't been sober for years
5: and we're allowed in, so the ladies assume we're not losers. Wow. it sounds like a fairy tale. Poor Buttermann. Man's been trapped in an 8x10 cell for years. He ate and they said chow time and he slept when they shouted lights out now look at him broken man had a choice of five sodas choice we take for granted every day choice he's been denied for far too long I'm sorry Jeff this ticket doesn't belong to us this ticket belongs to Butterman man deserves his passport to freedom you and I we're gonna give it to him. I'll make it up to you. Buy you a keg. What do you, what do you like? It's called beer. Done. Beer brand. Done.
1: Yeah, just not picky there, Morgan. Now let's cut to Castle, and General Beckman is once again briefing the team. Your class turned
7: up good intel, Chuck. The man you confronted last night is Ahmed Gambir, a top foot soldier in a private army in North Africa. We've been trying to infiltrate their ranks for years. I want you to capture Ahmed at tonight's concert. He's the key to bringing down this merc army. Whoa,
6: whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. You want Tyler on stage as bait? General, Mr. Martin knows there are people after him, and he won't go on. Well, then, convince him.
0: Wait, no, no, no. No, no, guys. Hey, this is way too dangerous. Tyler could get
7: killed. There's nightmares tattooed on his body, Chuck. We have to take Gumbier down tonight.
0: Okay, okay, fine, fine. You go in there and tell him that he has to put his life on the line because he was a pawn in someone else's game.
6: He won't listen to us. So you want me to do it? No, absolutely not.
7: What do you mean, no? We have orders.
6: Chuck, what is the matter with you? This is about more than just taking a night off.
1: Maybe. Um, I, you know... Of course, we know what's really bothering Chuck, but he's not ready to talk to Sarah about it right now.
0: I'm a little off my game right now. I'm not not really sleeping. I don't want to get into it.
6: Chuck, lives are on the line right now, and if Tyler doesn't help us, then he will never be free of those people. And if you don't help us, then Ahmed Gomber gets away.
7: And the world becomes a more dangerous place.
6: I don't know what happened to you, but this is our job. Not only to protect Tyler, but the country and anybody else who needs protecting. We do whatever it takes, no matter what. Did you forget that?
7: That I definitely didn't forget. Well, we don't have time for this.
0: Wait. I'll do it. I'll convince him.
1: So, Chuck is going to try to convince Tyler to perform his show, put his life in danger, so they can catch this killer.
0: man. You okay?
3: No. No, I'm not okay. I don't know where I am, how I got here, and someone's trying to kill me. On the plus side, your friend's tranks are out of this world.
0: Yeah,
3: it's one of his few good qualities. I've never been in a situation like this before. Life or death. Pretty much live my life avoiding anything this real. Takes some getting used to. What do you want me to do?
0: We would like for you to perform tonight at your special concert.
3: That's madness people are trying to kill me
0: yes and you can help us catch him you can help the world the entire world by doing this for real you could go back to living your life again one night of bravery for an entire life of normalcy I can't even tell you what I'd get for that
3: How do I know I can trust them Your people Because I do They're the best
0: I stake my life on it every day
3: I got one thing to say Hello Cleveland It's Burbank oh, I'm dyslexic
1: Uh, yeah, whatever that means. (laughs) Now, let's come back to the buy more. Morgan's giving the golden ticket to Butterman, and everything's gonna be okay.
5: You boys have given me
1: back hope. Thanks.
5: you ever tasted a sweet life, man? Enjoy it for all of us. Do us proud, Butterman.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa Time out Butterman just traded the golden ticket To Skip Johnson For a wad of cash
5: Dude How could you just sell the golden ticket like that?
1: Sorry guys I found out how much these things are going for online
5: Your
7: freedom, man Was it worth the price of freedom? price of my freedom is 800 bucks Same as my ticket to Z-Y See you never
5: Enjoy hell
7: Get busy living or get busy dying.
1: True debt. Well, back to work. Ah, it's the thought that counts, Morgan. Now let's cut to the venue where the Tyler Martin concert is going to take place. And Sarah and Casey are getting ready.
0: Yeah, I'm here Don't let Tyler hit the stage Till we give the okay
7: Okay Got it Sarah made the mark Get on my six I'm intercepting
1: Wait, what's this? Casey sees a dude In a trench coat and a hat And he thinks he has his man
4: <laughs> Who are you? Why are you wear this? Some guy gave me free tickets He just had to wear this stupid jacket He's ahead of us
1: which one is he? Whoa, Sarah and Casey look around, and there's a whole bunch of dudes in trench coats and hats. That's sneaky killer. Speaking of sneaky killer, he's right outside Tyler's dressing room. Sorry,
4: buddy, no one allowed to see Mr. Martin.
1: <gasps> Whoa, he just gutted those two security guards. Oh, Wait, 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 no, no Yeah, you get it, Chuck
5: Open this door It's him, it's him The guy who was trying to kill you
3: Here? I thought you said we were safe
5: I know you're in there, Mr. I need
0: another drink That's a good idea No, that's, no, no Hey, get in there, get in there, get back there I'll about you, Chuck? I'll be all right, Just, just stay in the closet Wait Take off your shirt
1: Trust me that's a strange request there Chuck but okay Sarah and Casey are checking all the dudes in trench coats in the club and it's not their guy because hello guys he's in front of the dressing room door
6: ah. hey. so it's drunk. Chuck Chuck what
0: is it? Ahmed? Ahmed is right outside of the dressing room. I, I, I don't know what happened to the guards.
6: Okay, Chuck, stay right where you are. I'm coming.
1: Sarah,
0: look, I didn't need a night off. You were right. It, 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 it's something else I should have told you.
1: I should have told you. Uh, yeah, Chuck's going to have to hold that thought for later because the bad guy has just burst in the door.
6: Chuck? Chuck, can you hear me? Move. Excuse me. Go.
1: I think maybe, maybe you have the wrong
0: room. Tell me where he is. I'll tell you where, who is? Who? Oh, oh where, where he is, where Tyler is. Right, he, you know, he, he skipped out. I don't know where he is, so sorry, I don't know. He's gone.
2: He's in the closet.
1: Yeah, that wasn't a very good hiding place, but there was nowhere else to hide. Okay, you got us. Yeah, worst plan ever, but I know about the tattoo.
0: I know what it means you and your private army enriching uranium selling it to unstable countries using Tyler's manager and his tattoos to pass the info off to your buyers you take one more step I send this email and everyone knows proving that the cell is mightier than the sword or a very large knife as it might be in this case Go. no now put it down put it down
1: Wow, it actually worked. He set the knife down. No! I can't let you do this for me, Chuck. Actually, my plan
4: was working very well. No! Uh, Follow me. Sorry, what's going on, man? Kevin, you fire. we're running to the stage. He's right behind us. Chuck,
1: are you okay? Yeah, yeah, just get out of here. Good, good. Okay, come on. Whoa, so Chuck And Tyler escaped the room and now they're on stage with his band.
4: Uh,
1: So the guys are on stage and Gambier's right there with his knife. What are they gonna do? Yeah, crowd surfing, baby.
3: Go with him, Chuck. Chuck, relax. Go. <laughs> <You're cooking>. Okay, okay. <laughs> Stephanie, right? <laughs> Stephanie. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love this as Chuck and Tyler are crowd surfing. The killer is lurking around the crowd looking for him, and Sarah and Casey close in on him. The guy look mad when you see her. Whoa, Sarah just kicked his ass. And I don't know about you guys, but it looks to me like Casey snaps his neck. (laughs) I can't be sure about that, but it sure does look like he
4: does.
1: (laughs) And with that, the guys are safe. We hear the song Tales of a Thousand Fears by Vienne. The concert's beginning. And Tyler needs to return to the stage.
3: Now, back to the stage. I want to sing now.
0: All right,
4: like I said, back to the stage.
1: Who the hell are you, man? <laughs> I love that. Who the hell are you, man? They just dropped Chuck on the floor. Uh-oh. Standing
3: the sky, it's no
4: secret,
1: I'm alive. Wow, we didn't get to hear very much of that song, but it is a really cool song. Now let's cut back to the buy more, and Big Mike wants to know where Butterman went. Grimes! Where's
5: my boy Butterman? Um, he kind of took off suddenly. He's that to blame him. Man's got to run free after being locked up so long. Yeah, well, yeah. um, Big Mike, do you mind if I ask you what Butterman was in the camp for? I we mean, we're talking robbery, drugs, murder. Butterman? Yeah. God, no. Bank fraud, insider trading. The man's a white collar criminal. Why he take you fools for some money. He said he was going somewhere. Zihuatanejo. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mexican for Philadelphia. <laughs> I knew I should have learned Spanish.
1: Now let's cut back to Chuck's courtyard, and Tyler wants to thank Chuck for all of his help. And we hear the song Lost Coastlines by Arkerville River. I can't believe my manager's going to jail.
3: Think about it. No privacy be like hell on bloody earth <laughs>
7: yeah tell me about it you
3: understand why you're gonna have to have your tattoos removed right oh yeah yeah. I hear you had a bro to talk to to get more of those tasty trink darts uh, yeah. <laughs> <was> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I don't think he's gonna sell you any trink darts there Tyler
3: thanks John. oh hey it was, it
0: was nothing
1: no no it was everything
3: you taught me to put people in front of myself it felt kind of wonderful I can strike that off the list now. If you ever want to party,
2: you know where to come.
0: Yeah, actually, I don't think that's my scene. Smart man, Sean. Smart man. <laughs>
2: Alright. <laughs>
3: Take it easy, Me
6: too. Hello, Mr. Martin.
3: Your oh. limousine is waiting outside. You know my name? Have we made love before? No. Daddy's got a go. Sorry
4: now just might be another you
6: did a great job Chuck. thanks look if if there's something bothering you then please tell me i know part of your job is to have all these secrets in your head but you're not supposed to keep them from me
0: yeah i know I you know I saw you shoot that fulcrum agent on Christmas Eve. After they took over the Bymore. And when I asked you about it...
6: I lied. Yeah. Chuck, I have to protect you. I know that.
0: I... I I know that you do. I mean, you were, you were protecting me. You were, You were protecting all of us. He threatened my family and my friends, and you were just doing your job. I get that, but... Sarah, the guy was unarmed, and and you just... I did what I had to
6: do. He knew who you really were. Your whole family was in danger. And I'm sorry. Sometimes I forget that you never asked for all of this.
0: There's parts I'm not sure I'll ever get used to.
6: Well, you deserve a break. So take tonight, tomorrow, uh, whatever you need. It's yours.
0: Seriously? Really?
6: Yeah, no missions, no cameras, no casing, no thermal satellite surveillance, and no me.
0: You guys use satellites? Yeah.
6: And Chuck, when you're ready again, we'll be here.
1: Hey, what's, uh, what's this? What's going on? Lock and load.
6: A new mission. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: And I love this music, and I believe I've said this before on this podcast, but it's this cool kind of, like, Chuck indiana jones music by tim jones and i love it wait a new a new mission what kind of mission
6: it's fine chuck we got it what, what kind
2: of mission
1: yeah what kind of mission
7: mission without bartowski Really gonna enjoy
1: this Well, come on, Casey. No time for a break. We got work to do. <laughs> and I love it. It ends with a to be continued, just like the end of Back to the Future. How many times have they referenced Back to the Future on this show? Like I said, they keep referencing things they love on Chuck. And I love Chuck! I love the ending, Chuck chooses, hey, he's going to go with Sarah and Casey on another mission, it's his calling, he may not know it yet, but we know he's starting to like this thing. Well guys, that was it, Season 2, Episode 12, Chuck vs. the Third Dimension. I hope you enjoyed the show, I certainly did. We may not have gotten to see it in 3D, but still, it was fun. As you can see, just like I said, it was more of a self-contained episode. But there at the very end, we got that heartfelt conversation between Chuck and Sarah. Chuck has had time to think about it. He knows why Sarah did what she did. He forgives her for it. There's just some things that, you know, it's kind of hard to deal with in the spy life. And with that, guys, I want to thank you for listening. If you would, please go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you can find all the previous episodes of the Chuck Series Companion. Also, send me some feedback. Send me an email at nimpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send me a voicemail at 1-206-309-4729. Also, don't forget to go to iTunes to subscribe to the show and even rate and review it. I'd appreciate it. Now, guys, stay tuned. At the very end of the show, I'm going to have a special treat for you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And what are you waiting for? Get out there and watch some more Chuck and I'll see you next time. All
0: right. Who stole the urinal cakes?
2: I splashed myself silly.
6: Now this is podcasting. Hey, Chuck is in 3D tomorrow night.
0: Check it out. Here's what it's going to look like.
6: Oops. I said
7: 3D, not 1D. Sorry, that's 1D. Dude,
1: did you change your hair? In the second season of
7: Chuck, we've seen the world's nerdiest secret agent in some pretty tough predicaments. But the Monday after the Super Bowl, Chuck is entering the third dimension in the series' first ever 3D episode. It's Chuck, but like this. Uh,
0: Chuck 3D. Chuck uh, Chuck versus the third dimension. We Called that because it's the 3D episode of Chuck, which, uh, aside from from what I've been told, aside from Medium having a couple of scenes in one of their episodes, I don't know when, they were three-dimensional or something like thereof, this is the first television show to ever do a full episode that's that's 3D, so it's Pretty freaking cool. I mean, it's it's historic in some ways. I mean, you know, we could end up being a Jeopardy question one day. You know, I'll take uh, uh, notable television shows for a thousand. Alex, uh, this show was the first to air an entire episode in in um, in 3D. What is Chuck? That's right. What is Chuck? I mean, if you if you get to look at the the company that's doing the 3D for us, you look at their their professional monitor and the glasses, and it is clear as crystal. And it's not the type of three dimension where you... It's like the Captain EO where it's jumping out at you, although it can do that too. It's more about just giving... Turning your television set into a diorama almost. You know, it's like all the depth, all the real depth you can see behind. And uh, it's fascinating. It's incredible. And and something that I think absolutely could kind of, you know, black and white to color, uh, silent to talky. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe this is the new medium that will take off and so you know so to be kind of in the the birth pangs of that and being the first tv show to ever do a full episode 3d <laughs> rock and roll that's what i say the, the coolest thing about it is that uh 3d before this this new technology you only really um got the excitement when something was doing that jumping out at you or whatever but you're just excited the whole time watching this because you you're still a voyeur. You know, that's the thing. It's like, I think everybody everybody thinks that, you know, 3D is going to be this immersive, like, you know, I'm going to be in it. Like, I'm standing there next to Chuck. Well, you kind of, in a, in a sense, but what, what they've done is they've just taken... You're still a voyeur. You know, you're still sitting there watching this other world. But now you're watching it with all the depth and all the dimension and all... You know, so it, it just, it, it heightens the entire experience for you, you know?
6: It's in 3D, which is uh, kind of a first in television history, I think. And uh, I don't know how people are going to get those glasses, but somehow it's, it's all going to work, and everyone's going to watch episode 13 of Chuck in 3D.
7: Chuck 3D. We're the first beginning-to-end episode of a television series broadcast entirely in 3D. This is uh, HD 3D. It's going to be broadcast the day after the Super Bowl on NBC. It's going to be fantastic. I've seen it on the monitor and uh, they promised to give us a screening in, in their uh, uh, screening room with the actual uh, glasses which are high resolution. Uh, unfortunately, m- most people aren't going to have these uh, these monitors out there so they're going to send out the uh, old format but it's still going to look really cool. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to getting my own 3D TV and putting it in the house and now that we have the fiber optic cables laid in and the infrastructure coming into all the neighborhoods, it's, it's the wave of the future chuck of the future 3d hd nbc chuck's grown on casey uh he still he still thinks of him as as a bit of a you know a neophyte and a, uh, a waste of time but he is what he is and he, you know the little fella grows on you so he's a charming guy uh but you know casey's cranky so it's it's hard to win him over Joining the talk for this journey is Dominic Monaghan from the Lord of the Rings trilogy and Lost.
0: Dominic Monaghan uh, plays Tyler Martin, who uh, is this, you know, international superstar rock star. And he's having an a album release, you know, kind of signing appearance thing. It was supposed to happen at one of our competitors, the, the uh, large mart that's in our shopping center. But somehow that they canceled it, got canceled, ends up in the buy more last minute. We quickly find out, and by we, myself, Casey, Sarah, there's more than meets the eye, as there always is in every episode of Jack, and uh, somebody wants Tyler dead, and this somebody um, is not just some, you know, crazy stalker fan, although that's what we think he is, Uh he's you know he's he's a bad guy bad guy he's got you know um files with the government uh the cia and whatnot and that therefore i'm able to flash on that stuff and try and get to the bottom of it he's you know ladies man kind of um you know uh likes to get doped up with whatever the heck he can get his hands on uh it <laughs> is particular, uh, he's uh, particularly partial to the tranquilizer darts the Casey likes to shoot him with um and uh but he's still but he's like but he's a nice guy too and he you know takes Chuck out on the town and you know uh, to this club and you know so I get to kind of see what that celebrity's like and um, so it's cool you know and so we, we were following the whole the whole mystery of why does uh, whoever this who is this guy who wants Tyler dead and why does he want him dead and all that and it all culminates pretty much here uh, at the Mayan in a big concert
6: Dominic's great uh, the whole thing is that he comes in to the mall for a, a signing session and we find out that somebody wants to kill him, so the whole mission is we have to find out who wants to kill him and why, and, and you know, the usual Chuck, Sarah, Casey drama saga unfolds. I, I really don't know how much I can reveal. I mean, it. I, I guess like all I can say is it's, uh, there's something in the tattoos. He's covered in tattoos, and, uh, yeah, I, I really don't know how much I can reveal. I feel a, a little bit closer to home, actually, having him on set. Not that he's from Australia, he's from Manchester, but still, it's... It's another flavor of accent to have, so I'm not the only weirdo around, and uh, it's great. He's uh, he's really funny as the rock star.
7: He has tattoos on his uh, body that are encoded with uh, bad guy messages, right? So he flashes on these, and uh, there's a guy who's trying to kill him and blow him up and uh, taking as many casualties as he can uh, with him. Uh, in our beautiful Buy More set... <laughs> We keep trashing. We keep trashing the place and, and building it back up again. Another guy's going to come in with a bomb and try to blow up our uh, our rock star. I play
2: a guy called Tyler Martin. He is a ludicrous stereotype of a rock star. He has no respect for anything that's around him or other human beings. He has an ego that he is unable to consider checking. And we find him on an American tour where his life has been threatened. I mean, Tyler's quite different from a character that I played in in Lost. Um, I think Charlie lives in the real world and he's he's called a rock star, but he isn't really. He's you know, he's um, he's got a lot of issues and a lot of pain that he's trying to deal with. I think Tyler is much more the cliche. I think he learns a lot on the show as well. I think Chuck teaches him about being aware of the world around you and being conscious of how people are treating you. and I think um, there's definitely a journey with Tyler. But I'm uh, I'm just having a lot of fun trying to play an outrageous character. I've never done comedy before. I like comedy and I really respect it. And I'm playing an outrageous character in a comedy show. So it's kind of like outrageous times too. You know, Chuck doesn't do anything too naughty. He definitely gets him a little lickered up and um, introduces him to a few ladies I still think it's relatively tame. If it was a real rock star, I think it'd be a a little different.